just open your mouth and show God something real nice tonight. Come on, tell him you appreciate him. Tell him you love him. Come on, come on, all across the sanctuary. Tell him how much he means to you. Simple song. It goes like this. My hallelujah belongs to you. 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 You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. My hallelujah belongs. Come on, y'all got it. Come on, say, my hallelujah. From the bottom of your heart, lift your voice. My hallelujah. Say it, church. You're listening to the Sidewalk Prophet. All right, all right. Thank you for joining us today. I am Brian. And I'm Patrick. It's so great to be here. All right, the Sidewalk Prophet. Patrick, what do we have going on today? Absolutely. Well, we have a great show today. We are going to tackle two questions. I'm in love with my instructor. What do I do? Well, that's a good one Uh-oh. right there. And... Uh, <laughs> And then secondly, uh, how do I deal with discord? So these are going to be some really good questions. 
And then our discussion yeah. topic is going to be the kingdom of God is within us. I'm, I'm looking really forward to that one, Brian. Yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, right. And we're going to hear music right. from uh, William Murphy, from Anthony Brown, and Group Therapy, and Tasha Cobb. So it's going to be a great lineup today. Okay, there we go. All okay, right. let's go to the first one. Absolutely. So the first one, I'm in love with my instructor. So someone writes here, they say, I have, I have several crushes. I have had several crushes, but never a girlfriend. I'm in love with my instructor, and it's just making me miserable. I know ethically it is it is wrong, so I'm polite to her and pretty much leave her alone. But confess that it hurts that she's either not into me or simply not like me. If history taught me anything, that I end up feeling resentful, hurt, and disappointed, and when a special lady rejects me. I, I guess either I'm unlovable or nothing good happens to me. It's nice when there's a happy ending, but it, it would be so sweet if, if it happened to me for once. For now, I, I intend to give a thank you card for the semester. I put in um, I put some time in decorating and writing, so I hope she likes it and it makes her happy. Ooh. All right, all right. You want this one first, Patrick, or you want me to take it? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and start on that one. <laughs> I'll step in there. I'll step in there. So when I first heard this, one of the first things I thought about, he said that he's never really had a girlfriend. So, I mean, he's never really entered the girlfriend stage. Mm -hmm. And so with something like this, I would just take your time. Um, a lot of times for me, when I felt like I was, you know, interested in somebody, I would never just go to love because, you know, love is what you see on TV. A lot of times they, they throw love on everything and, <laughs> and then you throw all rationale out the window and all that. But that's really not love. Yeah, I believe love is a decision hmm. that's built on trust. And it's built on actually, you know, working together. That's right. when you discover. Uh, and my personal thing on love is if you feel like you and the person are better than you are in your separate places, like mm -hmm. you guys function better as one than you do separately. Mm -hmm. That's when I feel that you can start playing with that word love. That word is a real powerful word. And it's not something <laughs> you just want to throw around. Sometimes it's just infatuation. Yeah, it could oh, be yeah. something like that, considering the fact that you haven't had your first girlfriend, but just be patient and just yeah. learn who you are. This is mm -hmm. an opportunity for you to learn who you are as a person, yeah. learn what you like. Now, you see that it's some things in your instructor that you like. Maybe that's the type of person that you like. Absolutely, and that's something yeah. you can glean from there. But don't just rush into you actually love this person because you don't <laughs> know this person's situation. Yeah, it, it reminds me so much of when, when you hear somebody say like, oh, you know, it's love at first sight. Well, you know, the odds of that mm -hmm. happening is, is pretty, <laughs> it's pretty rare. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's impossible, yeah. but it's highly unlikely that that's going to happen. Um, and I yeah. do, I do yeah. like what you're saying, though, Brian, is this idea that it could be the type of person that you like. You know, if, if you're going to the gym mm -hmm. and you're, you're working out, you know, it could be like, you know, I... I like someone who, who takes care of their body and someone who works out as well. And that could be something that you you find attractive, something that you are interested in with, with another person. Yeah. But I, I wholeheartedly agree. Be patient with this kind yeah. of stuff. And uh, just, you never know what's going to happen. It could be, you know, in a mm -hmm. few weeks, they, they might show interest in you. It could be this mutual thing going on. But don't, maybe don't jump the gun yet. <laughs> So. Yeah, God will show you in time. He will show you in time. Okay, Absolutely. what's next? Absolutely. This next song is uh, by William Murphy, Same Grace. Same Grace. Vaughn, I know we're not supposed to sing this tonight, but I keep hearing this. And after all that. 
the sidewalk prophet okay okay what do we have patrick all right so this next part is uh it's the discussion topic and we're going to talk about the kingdom of god is within us so it says here it says here approach problems like you got god inside and access to a kingdom with unlimited resources brian can you speak to that i'd love to hear about it now, when I was thinking about this, one of the things I wanted to uh, talk about was approaching problems like you know that you have God on the inside and mm-hmm. access to unlimited resources, wisdom, his kingdom, all of those things. That's you, what you want to grow into. Now, I know as a natural man, when you first started he- start hearing this stuff, because you've had no experience with it yet, it, it becomes, it's a little challenging in the beginning. But what you want to do is surround yourself around faith teachers and stuff mm-hmm. so that so that your faith can build up so that when right. situations happen, you're ready. I mean, you're right. geared up and you're ready to handle them. And so and one of the statements we have here, to the best of your ability, you remain in God's atmosphere, mm-hmm. meaning something happens and you might fall. That's not a big deal. If you fall, that's okay. not a big deal. Just know that you have to get back to where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. in faith. Um, and and you, where you're supposed to be in faith is the way I identify whether I'm in faith is I look at my fruit, the fruit of the spirit. Right. Am I in love, joy, peace? Am I in those things? Because yeah. I found out that when I'm in turmoil, it's really hard to grab peace. It's yeah. really hard to grab love. And so a lot of times when I have situations like that, I'll call a friend or something. I got a, one friend of mine that <laughs> when I have a situation, I'll call him up. And he's just so funny, man. I call him up, he'll be like, oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> but 
but he's a, he's a very jovial, very fun person. And right. he just automatically just interrupts my atmosphere. So if I'm all serious and stuff, he just automatically says like a joke or something and just, <laughs> you know, just, just kind of toys with me. But what that does is it puts me back in the joy. And I can't even explain this, Patrick, totally, because I'm still new at it. You're still trying to get an understanding of it. <laughs> right. But it's just like when he puts me in that place of joy, it's like immediately my faith starts to work again. Mm -hmm. So I started to get answers, understanding, and, and where there was like a shutdown before where I had access to nothing. Now I have access to the kingdom. So, you know, God mm -hmm. can speak to me again about how to handle this. And how, and a lot of times after I've talked to him for a minute about it, man, I see I'm in a whole different place. And it's instead of right. being under the situation, I find myself on top of the situation, ready to do whatever God tells me to do with that situation. And uh, that's what I had in mind with that. I do have another statement here. The reason why I say it may not be easy is you may need help. That's right. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with needing help, man. Uh, that's why we are a body. That's yeah, why he said right. it's a body. There's another scripture that says that uh, it says two, you know, two, a pair is even better. Mm -hmm. But then he said a threefold cord right. is not easily broken, man. Don't yeah. hesitate to reach out to your people. And they, you don't have to necessarily tell them exactly what's going on. They can pick up that something's kind of going on with you. And God, will, you know, through the Holy Spirit, will show you how to kind of share it with them in a way that you're comfortable sharing it with them. You know, not with all right. putting all your business out there, but God will put it just in a place where you can get that thing because he's thinking about you like that. Uh, what's the next statement, Patrick? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, next here it says, uh, your first words are, the, are of the utmost importance when a situation comes. Your first words. When a situation comes, you have to be very careful what you say out of your mouth. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're going to speak where you're going to be in this situation, mm. whether you speak from a place of dominion or whether you speak from a place of defeat. And a lot of times it's kind of challenging to get out of it once you kind of spoke yourself out. You know, you can always get back because God is a redeemer, so you can always get back. But it's just a little more challenging when you don't catch those first words. And I'll give you an example of this. I believe when Jesus dealt with Lazarus, the scripture, when we look at, I was looking through the scriptures today, and the scripture says Jesus found out Lazarus was sick. And then he said, he said, this sickness shall not lead unto death. He momently, he, he, the moment oh. he heard it, he spoke to that situation. Yeah. This situation shall not lead unto death. You got to capture that thing in the spirit so that you can do what you got to do with that situation. And then the next statement is that's why it's important to stay full of the spirit. Meaning, and for me, when I say full of the spirit, the way I stay full of the spirit, all preachers, a lot of people have different ways that they yeah. do this. The way I stay full of the spirit is I stay full of the preached word. Mm. I listen to preachers, I listen to teachers, and I keep my faith full. Yep. And I can t t detect when my faith is not quite full. I can detect that. And so then I know I, I need to re-up and fill my faith up. I listen to mm -hmm. a certain teachers. I don't listen to everybody, but I listen to certain teachers that I know God has kind of put there for right. me when I need to kind of fill my faith up. And so it's just, God will give you little alerts when your faith, you know, you'll pick up when your faith is not strong, but just keep it strong. So that when something this happens, you will immediately go into faith instead of going into your natural mind, which right. is, you know, and, and you just start drifting. You don't want that. Right. And, 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 and uh, go ahead, Patrick, I'm sorry. I, you want to say yeah, something if, on this? If I can, if, if I can add to that, I, I think, you know, when we, when we talk about the word of God and we talk about being spiritually fed, we, we have to keep in mind, I mean, I know for a lot of us who, who are listening and you're probably, you're like, okay, 
what, what you're talking about feeding and constantly uh, uh, ha- having the, the, the word of God being fed to you, think of it like how you would normally eat food, right? When you get hungry, you, you, you are craving that kind of, you know, you're, you, you may be craving a burger or you may be craving a hot dog or a pretzel or whatever, or, or a salad in the same way. We sometimes will we'll get that craving for for God's word and being constantly fed, and it's it's a it's a way of having that spiritual feeding. Just in, it's no different than being physically fed. So that's just something that's just been coming to my mind when when Brian's been talking mm-hmm. about this. Uh, something to and with that. And Patrick, that's awesome that you said that because that's actually the mentality that I have. Mm. I actually believe that God feeds me. Mm-hmm. I believe that God sends me resources and people like I don't have anything for tomorrow, but I believe by right. tomorrow, God is going to touch my heart and say, listen to this, yeah. listen to this. It's the leading of the yeah. spirit. It's going to be like, listen to this, listen to this. Mm-hmm. And that build, that's how I build my spirit. He shows me what to connect to. Yeah. And, and, and that's how I build my spirit. But just like that, when you feel like your spirit is not strong, feed, man, feed on mm-hmm. that thing. And so, okay. So the next statement, and it says, there we go. That's why it's important for us to stay full of the spirit. There we go. Full of the preached word. For me, that was the preached word. Some people can do the in the Bible. They can do it themselves, but I mm-hmm. like the preached word myself. Right, that's just right. what works for me. Yeah. And that's why, and habitually strengthening my faith and listen to the preached word. And like I said, I believe the spirit leads me in this. Mm-hmm. And what's the next statement, Patrick? Yeah. So the next statement here is that when God is doing something, it's important to be in faith. So you can truly see what's going on. Otherwise, your natural mind will cancel out cancel out what you just saw. There we go. When God is doing something in your presence, it is important that you be in faith. Even if you're not the one doing it, you want to be mm-hmm. in faith while you're observing it. Because yeah. in those same scriptures, it was talking about it. Lazarus died. But Jesus said it was good for the disciples that they that they died because he knew the glory that he was going to bring. He knew mm-hmm. the disciples needed to see something like that. Yeah. He knew they needed to see that thing for their faith. But he also told uh, Martha the same thing. So when Martha challenged him, he told Martha, he said, did I not tell you that if you believe you would see the glory of God? Now, what is he talking about? I'm going to tell you what he's talking about. So when Jesus was there and Martha was there and all the people was there, Jesus was not talking about a seeing in the natural. He was talking about a seeing in the spirit. And I've been on both sides of this this coin. I've been somewhere spiritually where somebody was doing something and I was in faith. When you're in faith, you're entitled to everything that's going on. The spirit will speak to you about he's doing this. He's doing that. Look at this. Look at that. Because you're there. You're present with them. You're in faith. When you're not in faith, your natural mind cancels out what you see. (laughs) So what happens is a supernatural thing becomes natural to you in your mind. So instead of Jesus looking into the spirit and rubbing sand on somebody's eyes and and listening to the holy spirit instead of you seeing all that all you see is jesus rub dirt in somebody's eye and you just and you don't know what happened you know what i mean <laughs> you don't know what happened maybe he wasn't blind in the first place that's yeah. what your rational mind will tell you because if you can't get in faith with an experience what you do is your natural mind brings it down to the natural yeah. and then you miss that whole thing and that's what i believe he was saying to martha you would have seen the glory of God. Right. He said you were here, but you didn't see it like you were supposed to see it. Right. You were supposed to see the insides, the outside, the intricacies. You were supposed to see how this whole thing came about. And that was that seeing was supposed to take your faith to a whole nother level. Right. 
But because you didn't believe, you you didn't see it the way you were supposed to. But thank God for grace and mercy and other opportunities. But this that was one that she really needed to see. Anything you want to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's very true. I mean if even when you think about it, when you had a you had Thomas who was doubting Christ, you also had the Pharisees who were. uh, I mean, I, I tend to think that you know there were when Jesus was performing many miracles, there were still people who doubted him. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, you you were just there. You you saw, mm-hmm. you know, you, you might have seen Jesus walk on water, and yet you're still like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. There's like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, okay, I, I can't what imagine something. What happens is like your that. mind will rationalize mm-hmm. it, and it will tell you you didn't see what you saw. Yeah. It mm-hmm. will tell you that. And if you're not in faith, that the enemy, and that's what he does, he will rob that experience yeah. from you. Because that experience is what you actually need to build your faith. Absolutely. What do we have next, Patrick? Absolutely. Well, if you're just joining us, we have answered the question, what do what do I do? I'm, I, I'm in love with my instructor. What do I do? And we had the discussion, um, <laughs> not the battle for your identity. Um, but that's my the, fault. the kingdom of God is within <laughs> us. That's all right. The it, kingdom yeah, of God yeah. is within you. That Absolutely. Was so this, this, uh, this next song that we have is by Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. So here we go. All right. feeling that joint patrick oh my goodness he gives me is real all right what do we have patrick all right so this next time uh, is, is is our is our discussion here how to deal with discord so we got somebody that wrote in here it says i want to thank you for taking the time to answer our questions my problem is about discord and how to deal with it i currently go to a university that is now divided on a very public issue I've taken the time to observe both views, and I understand both sides of the argument. My stance is somewhat on the middle ground, but I'm still torn between two views. 
However, it saddens me to see both my friends and professors acting in such an unscholarly way in response to discord. They are taking stances without considering the view of those on the other side. I I'm especially disappointed with my professors. The way they go about taking sides, speaking about the problem during lecture, writing about their opinions for the, the school newspaper, it makes me sad uh, because they didn't consult or try to understand the other side. Oof. Oof. All right. All right. I'll, I'll go ahead with this one. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, but your country is in discord right now. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell you. So you think you got one situation. You actually have more than one. Yeah. But right. I'll, I'll talk about just, just lightly on the political thing. I found myself as a believer. I wanted to pull away from extremists on either side. Yeah. Because when you get to those extremists, it's like, they're not trying to hear the other side. Yeah. They hate the other side. And as a believer, you can't go there like that. So mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to kind of pull back. And then in your spirit, make your mind up of who you are and what right. best matches your values. Mm -hmm. Don't just go a certain way because everybody else is. You have yeah. to see what matches your core values. Yeah. And that's what you go with. What matches your core values? I heard a, a man say, a wise man say back in the day, he said, if two men are fighting and they're right. fighting truly for what they believe and what their dad said, which one is right? Or, you know, what they were, not what your dad said, but what was built into them and what they were taught. Uh -huh. That's what he was saying. Who is right? And he said, both of them. Mm. Why can't both of them be right? Yeah. But it's just the divine timing that determines what you address now and what you address later. They both yeah. have real situations. It's just what you're discerning where the presence of God is. So where is God on this mm. thing? That's what you kind of want to find out. And then when yeah. you find out where God is and in the timing, that's how you know what it is you need to deal with. Yeah. Because in, on the subject of the country, I believe everybody has what they believe is the best, what the, they want the best for America. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. But it has to do with what you determine what God is trying to do right now. Right. That's where you have to find what you, where you fit in. And it ain't just a, uh, and I'll tell you this, it ain't just throw the Bible at it and instantly mm. say, this is what it is. No, you have to spiritually discern where God is on this thing yeah. because God can be on the left at this time, but it'll be right on this time because yeah. in this day and time, things are different that need to be dealt with. There's right. something that needs to be dealt with right now. Mm -hmm. And then there's something that needs to be dealt with, but it's just not the focus right now. Yeah. So you have to find where God is on that situation. Anything you want to say? Uh, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, reading this, it, it, it hits home. You know, I, I know a lot of mm -hmm. people who are on the right and on the left, and I'm sure anybody who's listening to this, you know, somebody who's extreme, <laughs> you know, it's just, it yeah. naturally happens. And, you know, the, I think mm -hmm. the big thing is, you know, I, I, I keep thinking of, you know, I think it's first Corinthians chapter 13, where it's saying, you know, that love is patient and love is kind. And we have That's to understand it. that how somebody goes about with their politics, you know, they mm -hmm. may have a certain heart for, um, you know, taking care of the poor, for example, or they may yeah. have a certain heart for, you know, just how you treat other people. And you have to be that mm -hmm. that example of light, right? You need to be that beacon of hope yeah. that 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 Christ calls you to be, and and it's mm -hmm. I know it's man, I know it's such a hard thing to do. Like, uh, and I, you I, and you have to be respectful 
too, because you have to respect that this man is coming from his views that he's mm-hmm. created. You have to be respectful. And that's how you can create that dialogue. And that dialogue is how we get things achieved. Mm-hmm. But as long as we remain divided, that's just not going to help yeah, anybody. Yeah. And so that's all. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. All so all right. our final song for today for this time is by Tasha Cobbs, Fill Me Up. Fill me Listening to the Sidewalk Prophet Podcast. For questions and comments, please email us at churchpodcasters.gmail.com.